This is Love Smarter, the show for women who want extraordinary love and aren't afraid to learn for it. Here's your host, Lori Ann King. Hey, 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 it's Lori Ann King here, and I am so excited to be with you today. Today, we are talking all about feelings. Woohoo! Feelings tend to get a bit of a bad rap in our society. They're treated almost like a necessary evil, something to be managed or even suppressed or expressed in private. And people will say things like, oh, you're so emotional as an insult. That one sentence sums up how societally we tend to view emotions. Notice how people are not saying, oh, you're so emotional, like a compliment. It's meant as an insult. It's actually implying that being emotional is much worse than being rational and logical. So I'm going to challenge that a little bit in today's episode. You see, Human beings are emotional creatures. We have emotions, and I struggle to believe anything that we have naturally doesn't fulfill some kind of purpose. So what is the value of our emotions? Well, I think they have multiple values, but the primary one is that our emotions are what drives us. We are either driven towards something that we think will feel good, or we're driven away from something that we think will feel bad, or that does feel bad. Danielle Laporte, known for the tool called Desire Mapping, takes this idea even further and suggests that we actually only ever do anything because we believe it will bring us a certain kind of emotional experience that we desire or that we want to avoid. Our emotions are literally what is guiding us to take the different actions of our life. If you think about something that you want, like you want more money, you want a new job, you want a boyfriend... The reason you want that thing is because you think it will make you feel a certain way that you desire to feel. So if our emotions are so important as to be guiding our actions, why do they get such a bad rep? I think part of why emotions get a bad rep is that they're severely misunderstood. They seem to have lost a place of value in our society. We tend to live in a really cerebral world where it's important to think things through and to have concepts even more than we actually experience reality. Our lives tend to get more and more conceptual and less and less experiential as time goes on. Emotions are purely experiential. You can talk about the concept of sadness, but until you've experienced sadness in your body, you really won't understand it. So with a shift towards valuing conceptual instead of experiential things, we can see that emotions are becoming undervalued. Most people I've noticed either struggle with their emotions because they overvalue them or they undervalue them. Undervaluing your emotions looks a lot like dismissing them, suppressing them, pushing them away, or judging or criticizing them. Whereas overvaluing your emotions looks like really buying into them, creating meaning and stories about the emotion that has them carry on and stick around for a long time. You see, an emotion is simply energy in motion. It is one of your body's ways of processing energy and moving it through your body. But when we don't express and experience that emotion, it gets stuck and it sticks around And it causes problems at some point down the road. 
Coming into a healthy and balanced relationship with your emotions where you're not undervaluing them or overvaluing them means you understand a fundamental thing about emotions and feelings. They are meant to be felt. They are meant to be experienced. And when we actually allow ourselves to experience them, the emotion expresses and releases itself. Say it with me now. Feelings are meant to be felt. For so long, I thought what I was doing was feeling my feelings. But that wasn't quite it. I was thinking about my feelings. I was having running dialogue and commentary in my head, telling me a story about my feelings, telling me a story about how angry I was or how sad I was, instead of actually being present in my body where the emotion could be expressed. Thinking about your feelings, conceptualizing your feelings into something you can contain in your mind instead of experiencing them in your body does not process them. It does nothing to heal and move them. And in fact, it is what has them stick around even longer. So here are my top three tips for feeling your feelings. Number one, give yourself time to feel and time to heal. This means actually setting aside time to process your emotions. One of the things that makes us the most evolved species on the planet is that we have the capacity to regulate our emotions. So while a chimpanzee might have thrown that chair across the room when your boss called you out in front of everyone, you won't do that because you have the ability to regulate your emotions. It's really important that those emotions still get expressed, though, and you want to do this in a safe environment, an environment where you'll be free from judgment so you can fully express the range of your emotional experience. I like to carve out time if I'm having a particularly hard day where I can be alone and I can really get into my feelings. So if I'm angry, I'll go into my room, I will punch my pillow, I will yell into my pillow, I will I give myself permission to say unenlightened things and to just let loose and let myself be taken by the emotion inside of a safe container. Now, we most often think about processing emotions when we are thinking about negative emotions, emotions we don't want to be feeling, but it's also important to do this with positive emotions. We so quickly will gloss over our successes or our happiness or our joy that I want you to give yourself the chance to fully feel that experience too. Create time where you're just going to feel positivity in your body for 10 minutes. You're going to feel the full breadth of your happiness for 10 minutes. Be willing to experience all of your emotions and create a safe space for yourself to do that. Number two, give up your judgments and criticisms about your own feelings. Often the thing that keeps feelings around is believing that we shouldn't feel that way. Let's say you have an experience of feeling jealous of someone, and then you judge yourself for being jealous. You try to repress the jealousy, you criticize the jealousy, you put yourself down because you're jealous. Actually, just allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. That's what allows the emotion to express itself and to move. So instead of focusing on the judgments, on the thoughts in your head, or on the story in your head that you're creating about the emotion, 
you're going to do strategy number three instead. And strategy number three is to feel into your body and focus on sensation. So rather than thinking about the emotion or thinking about the event or circumstances that seem to have created the emotion, focus on your physical sensations in your body. There is a physiological reaction happening inside your body when you experience an emotion. That's where the healing and the clearing is happening. So focus on the tightness you feel in your chest, the heat in your face, the sweat on your brow, the hollowness of your stomach, or the excitement you feel in the fluttering of your heart. Shift your focus back to the sensation every time your mind tries to take over the experience. You'll notice as you focus on the sensation and focus on the sensation, your body will fully process the emotion and you'll ultimately be left with a space of calm or ease or even peace. Feeling and experiencing our emotions is a form of release. And in release, we get to a space of calm, of emptiness, of surrender. And in order to fill ourselves back up, it's imperative that we first get to this empty place. You can't refill something that's already full of something. And if it's already full of something you don't want, it's really important to empty it. And that is what actually experiencing your feelings does. So to recap, it's critical to feel your feelings. Remember, feelings are meant to be felt. And my top three strategies for how to do that is one, create a time and space for yourself to feel and to heal in an environment where you feel safe and comfortable. Two, give up your judgments and criticisms about the emotions you are experiencing and just allow yourself to experience them by, number three, focusing on the physical sensation in your body. All right, that's all for today. I will catch you next time. And until then, love smarter.